0: Allow me to introduce myself. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Boy, y'all, <laughs> have came a long way. <laughs> Rap, Rap
1: I think that y'all have a certain amount of respect for, you know, what everybody else does, and
2: y'all are just the best at what
3: y'all do. This platform, the reach y'all have that you've earned,
1: makes space for somebody like me. You guys have a direct line to the culture. Oh, my God, I'm on
3: the radio with Angela Charlemagne and DJ Envy. Yes, Damn. you are. Hey.
1: All I do is read about The Breakfast Club.
4: Every morning, you guys are trending. Every, uh, you know, I drag my ass out of bed. I'm like, uh, what happened on The Breakfast Club today?
5: Get, Get your ass up.
6: Hey. What happened to Good Morning USA? Guys, can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear us? Good morning, USA. Hey, what's up, guys? Good morning, Charlemagne. Peace
7: Hello, to the world. Hey, can you hear me? Good morning,
6: it? DJ Envy. Good hey, morning, can we Toronto. start that over? Can we start that over? No, nah, it's done. No, do it again. Moment's gone.
7: All right, here we go. Good
6: morning, USA. Hey
7: fam, we ain't got show.ing
6: I don't know what's wrong with y'all. Okay, you guys right. gotta get it together. Well, it's
7: Friday. All right.
6: You didn't say good morning Toronto. I'm
7: about to. You said it though. But good good morning Toronto. Six, 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 six,
6: six,
7: six. Now I'm now, not. And gonna but you can't
6: ask for you can't ask for a, a do over and then only do certain parts over.
7: Cause there was nobody else with me, just me and you. You know, you know, I'm not even gonna front. Shout to all the teachers out there. We appreciate you. But you can't give these kids homework like this. Because you (laughs) and I both know when you give them classwork and you give them homework, the parents got to do it. And I don't have no
6: problem. Hold on now. You should not be doing your kids homework.
7: I'm not doing the kids homework. I didn't say that. All I'm saying is it's a lot. So, you know, I got five kids. I got one in college, one in high school. Those two are on their own. They got to figure it out. But the seven-year-old, the six-year-old, and the, uh, and the four-year-old, yo, this is difficult. So, you know, of course, they go to a new school, it's- and my nanny, I had my nanny for like six, seven years. She went back to her country, Ecuador. Um, So, you know, me and my wife, I had to, you know, we're doing everything, 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 cooking, cleaning, everything, uh, until we find a new nanny. So I have to get up extra early. They sound like
6: think- rich people problems Envy, I'm not going to lie.
7: Yeah, it, it might be, but this is difficult because I ain't used to this. <laughs> So I had to get I have to get up early, an hour early Woo. to cook breakfast. So you know we're on air at six, so I'm up at like four forty five cooking breakfast. And then my son told me he didn't do his homework. So I was like, all right, we'll knock it out. No, there is no knocking it out. This is a long homework. We've been doing homework for since four forty five to just right now when I had to click in. Like But well, nobody is, told
6: y'all to have five kids.
7: I, I didn't I didn't think the school was gonna be like this. I didn't think it was gonna be virtually. <laughs> you know, I I'm thought kidding. we'd have some my help. My goddaughter, there.
6: my goddaughter was at my house yesterday and she told me that uh, at, she's in college now. She's in her second year. She told me that they're giving her, like, six hours in one class, six hours of homework. That's that's too
7: much. That is way, like, look. Like, this, like, look. see You see all this? You see all this? You see I had had to help him cut all these things? Oh, shoot, I just dropped one. Damn it. But anyway, yeah, I had to, have to do all of that. Like, this is a lot of work. Like, this virtual learning is no joke. We got to figure it out. I don't know what we have to do. Oh, I understand the kids gotta learn, but we gotta figure it out. And if you're a parent out there, now, ima- you probably feel my pain. Imagine all the
6: parents. W- imagine all the parents without nannies. They well, that's me that right now. I don't day. have a nanny.
7: That is me. It's, it's and then Gia has to drive them to the to the school, which is a thirty minute drive. Oh my I want to
6: sympathize, man, but.
7: <laughs> and, and then my kids, my kids, are, they, they they get bougie on me. So I try to make them Fruit Loops. I wonder where they got it from. You're right. I, try, I said, look, we just gonna make Fruit Loops and, mac- and, and milk. My daughter was like, I want bacon. I'm like, Dad's not cooking bacon right now. You gonna have Fruit Loops and milk. I want bacon. Irma cooks me bacon. I'm like, well, Irma, she's not here anymore. So you got to realize that. You just got to eat. You got to eat this little this little bar and this Pediasure, and we got to go to school. Oh, all right. Well, that's my problem. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. But, uh,
6: well, yes. today is the 19-year anniversary of when 9-11 happened, too. I just want to also show our respects this morning as well, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Yeah. 19 right. years. Where's Charlemagne? Does anybody know? No idea.
7: Okay. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about?
6: Uh, Well, man, what do you think? If you had to guess, what are we talking about this morning?
7: I don't know. I've been doing homework. Are we talking about teachers and homework? What are we talking about?
6: Uh. Well, we are, of course, going to talk about Donald Trump. But then I want to talk about this store that is closing, and this has me really upset. It
7: uh, must be Barney's, Bloomingdale's, Saks Fifth Avenue, Neiman Marcus, or Bergdorf. One of those. But we'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front-page news. Where we starting, Yee?
6: Well, since you, I just want to tell you you were wrong when you said that. uh, I said I was disappointed about a store closing and you thought it would be Barney's, Bergdorf, Saks. It's actually Century 21.
7: Oh, that's another one. That was a good one. I used to be able to get all the kids' clothes from there for a great price. What what was our homegirl I used to work there?
6: Uh, Heather. I used to get my own clothes from there. Heather. Everything Damn!
7: Priced. Yeah, that used to be a that used to be a come up store. Damn! Century. Remember, 21?
6: that's where um, Envy went to go see Heather and buy some white jeans.
7: No, that was Charlemagne that went to buy the white jeans. But go ahead. Oh!
6: <laughs> uh, well, they are going to be closing all stores after filing for a bankruptcy. So I was really upset about that. I was just in Century Twenty One last weekend. So who knew wow. that that was coming?
7: I mean, a lot of all stores right are next- closing because of this COVID thing. And and, and they people, got, I mean, they, the government got to bail them out. Like these stores are closing. These stores have been around for years you know decades and you know people can't get out and shop people don't have money you got to help people out
6: I know man that's tough (sighs) all right now let's flash back to the audio that we played yesterday this was Donald Trump at a press conference talking about the comments that he made to Bob Woodward uh, when he was being interviewed 18 times he got interviewed for this book And it's called Rage, it comes out on Tuesday, and here he is saying that he did downplay coronavirus.
5: I wanted to always play it down. I still like playing it down. Yes, sir. Because I don't want to create a panic. You know, it's a very
0: tricky situation. It goes through air, Bob. That's always tougher than the touch. You know, the touch, you don't have to touch things, right? But the air, you just breathe the air, and that's how it's uh, passed. And so that's a very tricky one. That's a very delicate one. Uh, It's also more deadly than your strenuous flus.
7: Yeah, and I don't know why he would downplay that. Like, I still don't get it. Like, you tell people the truth so they can prepare. You don't lie for them, and they don't know what's going on, and they get sick and die. You tell them the truth.
6: uh, Did you say he was lying? Because yesterday he denied that.
7: Why did you lie to the American people, and why should
0: we trust what you have to say now? That's a terrible question, and the phraseology, I didn't lie. What I said is, we have to be calm, we can't be panicked. Of course I didn't, of course I didn't. No, 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 no. The and then you went out and told the American public that this was just like the flu. What I went out and said was is very simple. Back. Listen, I want to show a level of confidence. There was no lie here. You have to remember, I put the ban on China. So obviously, outwardly, I said, it's a very serious problem. That doesn't mean I'm going to jump up and down in the air and start saying, people are going to die.
7: Yeah, he's a liar. He's a politician. He just says what he wants. He says what he, he he says what he can remember. I'm starting to think that some of these guys are so old they don't even remember what they say. Like oh, no, he knows I didn't say said.
6: that. We played he played it for you.
7: That's crazy. All right, now, he
6: also tweeted out, Bob Woodward had my quotes for months. If he thought they were so bad or dangerous, why didn't he immediately report them in an effort to save lives? Didn't he have an obligation to do so? No, because he knew they were good and proper answers. Calm, no panic. How was he going to save lives? Because he admitted downplaying it after he downplayed it. So it's kind of over. Now, another audio clip that they played was him denying white privilege.
7: Do you have any sense
4: that that privilege has isolated and put you in a cave to a certain extent is it put me and I think lots of white privileged people in a cave and that we have to work our way out of it to understand the anger and the pain particularly black people feel in this country. You, know, you, you mm-hmm. really drank the Kool-Aid, didn't you? you Listen to you. Wow. No,
7: I don't feel that at all. Charlamagne, okay. you I j- Yes, I am. Good yeah, morning. We just, played the, we just played the Donald Trump saying that uh, you drank the Kool-Aid. All right, yeah, we'll,
6: it was stupid. We're, we're, in the here. next hour, we'll get back into <laughs> all of that. And we'll also talk about football because football is back. Yeah. And that is your Front Page News.
7: All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Uh, you know why I'm at. Teachers, I love you and I appreciate the job that you're doing. But you're sending home too much homework. Like, it's a lot of schoolwork and homework, and especially with virtually learning. I've been doing it all morning long. I've been up since about 4.45, 4.30 doing homework, and this is crazy, all right? It's only been two days.
2: I ain't seen neither one of my daughters bring no homework yet.
7: Well, my kids need to go to that school because they've been having homework. My, remember, my kids started last week, but this is a lot, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a lot, like a lot, a lot. But anyway, get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast
2: Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're man or
5: blessed. Say it with your
2: chest. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club.
7: So if you got something on your mind, later yeah. yeah. Hello, who's this? This is Chummy Treff from Jamaica, Queens, living in Jacksonville, Florida. Hey, Queens, get the money. What's going on, brother? Get it off your <laughs> chest.
2: <laughs> Not much. I want to say I'm black, blessed, and highly favored. Honestly, there you go. All my peoples. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to all my people. I want to give a shout out to a special lady in the Bronx. Her name is Marie. I hope she have a wonderful and blessed day at work. Ooh, all right, okay, brother.
6: special lady. That's nice. That's, That's nice. nice.
7: Thank you, brother. Hello, who's this? Patrick from Miami. Shout out. 305.
0: What's um, up, Miami? So Florida's is on the check in heaven. Man, off man,
6: these I, m- I miss Miami.
0: Uh, yeah. But, I mean, you can post all these videos on Trump about him just being honest, his true racist self. But you still have his mindless zombies that's going to follow him. even when it's That's a black. fact.
2: You that's know? a fact.
0: And I feel like that's part of white privilege, too, because when you do
6: try to talk to him, they act like they don't know. You know? They deny that's why it. I don't they know
0: what's going and on. And they're not
6: all white. There are some black people, too, that are in denial. Oh,
0: yes. There are some lost black people. I had a word for them, but I do not want to say that on the radio. But, you know, they live in the house. Okay. But, um.
2: Are you saying they're house they Negroes? Had, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's saying.
0: Yes, yes, and and actually, I live in Miami, so you have a lot of confused Hispanics down here. Yeah, they look white, they feel like they are white, you know. Our board office, like that, stupid. Don't say that. (laughs) No, but but the (laughs) thing is, this the thing is, this all my black lives matter people, all these people that are fighting for justice. I need all you guys to go to the polls. You all need to go. I agree, everybody got to
6: vote. By the way, this happened again.
2: Yeah, what you're saying is true. That's the only way you're going to beat this person um, because you can't shame the shameless. And it's funny to me how the media continuously tries to shame the shameless. You can't shame Donald Trump. It don't even matter. You can play all those clips and do whatever you want. You can't shame the shameless. You got to go to the polls if you want this guy out. Just
0: remember, he said that he could go out to Times Square and shoot somebody and nobody would do anything. And that's literally I think that's a- what he's been doing his whole presidency, shooting us in the face and
7: nobody
2: says a word. Well, I was in Times Square yesterday. I think he could definitely get away with that now. Times Square is a mess.
6: Well, All, right. You All right,
2: brother. Have a good one.
7: Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
0: Pick your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed,
7: we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's your name?
8: Good morning, guys. This is Sandra, the Haitian therapist again.
9: Hey, hey Sandra. Hey. Sandra.
8: Hey, I just wanted to get off my head that <laughs> I'm just so proud of black men who go to therapy. It warms my heart every time I have a black male client. It's just so amazing that they're taking that step. I think we should definitely normalize that more. Definitely. And I did have a question for Charlamagne. I did want to know how to be on the Black Effect Network as a guest co-host, talk about mental health or just as a guest, period. Oh, we can
2: make that happen. We have, I have a, I have a couple of mental health mindfulness podcasts that I partnered with. My girl, Debbie Brown, with the Dropping Gyms podcast, and um, Michelle Williams has the Checking yes, In yes, podcast. Yes, yes, yes absolutely. I'm sure. I would
8: love to give my, you know, two cents, four cents, 16 cents on leave, mental leave health your- and what I've observed.
2: Leave your info with our producer, Daniel. We definitely need uh, as many mental health experts checking in with us as possible.
8: Yeah, sure. I would love that. Thank you guys so much.
2: Have a good one, mama. Absolutely. Therapy is very important. I got therapy today. All right. Hello, who's this?
4: You what's up, Envy? What's up, Trev? Um, yee, where yee at? Hey,
6: Trev.
4: Hey, boo. What's up with you?
6: Hey, pumpkin.
4: Yeah, what's up, Char?
6: What's up, Pumpkin? <laughs> Don't steal our oh nickname.
2: <laughs> hey, sis. How are you? Pumpkin is so cute to call, man. Hey, Pumpkin. Yo, Around man. Halloween, I say, hey, Jack O'Lantern.
4: <laughs> Listen, ye, first of all, congratulations to all my girls. Oh, y'all Gracie Award that y'all. Oh, uh,
6: yes. Wow. Thank you. The Gracie Awards were last night. That was a big deal. So I appreciate that. Thank you. And I got an Airblazer award too. Congratulations.
4: congratulations. Okay. Oh, like, like, like airblazer stuff.
6: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Charlemagne, <laughs> um, congratulations on an order for you too on your Black Effect Podcast Network. Check you out, drop on the cruise bomb for yourself.
2: Thank you. You're not gonna tell me thank you for affecting stuff? Or look at you for affecting stuff. <laughs>
4: <laughs> let at stuff out here. Thank you. And then, Envy, uh, congratulations to you on your summit that you have coming up. You know, I hear talking about mental health and, you know, police, um, what you can do like police brutality and all that other type of stuff that's coming up for a summit. We vote, I think, right?
7: Oh, yep, 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 yep. That was with Dave Mays. Dave Mays is doing something. He got me involved with that. Shout out to Dave okay, Mays. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, Mays, hold I've on. And Trav,
6: congratulations years.
4: to you. Um, What I do...
6: I don't
4: know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen, Yee. I just want to say to you, um, cause I was listening to um, live service, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not gonna say his name because you know he's already getting attacked out here for being Paw Patrol and touching dogs and stuff. But there's a whole liar <laughs> <laughs> out here, sure. a whole liar out here lying on Angela Yee for absolutely yeah. no reason. And I didn't understand that.
6: Who lied on Yee? I Did
4: I miss this? Somebody who just lied for no reason, like this. This is already a play, be a, a bad. Being a liar, but uh, being a liar for no reason. I hear this lying on ye. You ball
2: hitted a liar. Something's wrong. Ooh. What are we missing? Or well, tell us? Um, tell, yeah, fill us behind the, the or on. Well, we gonna fill us in behind the scenes or, or what? Yeah, what, yeah. What's yeah. Well, no,
6: this was. It was on the. It was on the podcast. It was on Lip Service. We were talking about it but for yeah, some, some reason. Head. Head. Okay. Well, tell
7: us if it was on the podcast. Head. Who was it? Uh, well, it talk- anyway. Joe Biden, you ball hitted liar. What did he say? Oh, did I miss this? What Can somebody tell me what's going on?
6: <laughs> no, in a room so, full Joe of people, he told here. he told people oh, that I'm addicted to Adderall and that I pop Adderall all the time. And I was you pop, like You pop Adderall? I've never taken Adderall in my life. And he told L'Oreal that, exactly. but there was a whole lot of people in the room and she was like, Angela's never taken Adderall. And he was like, No, she takes it. I know for a fact. And she kept trying to explain, no, that's not true. I'm with her all the time. And he was Lord telling everybody I don't know why he said that. He-
4: and if you want to tell the truth, like when, when I was at Yee's first birthday party, the first time I went, that man was, I that, said allegedly, but I know a n- that's on coke.
6: He was coked up the first time I ever met him, bro. <laughs> all, right, he, all right, kidding.
4: all right.
6: We don't know that that's true, Trav. <laughs> exactly. Going... Oh, no, on,
4: so I know a n- on coke. He was coked up. Oh, God. <laughs> all right, y'all. Bye. All right, Trav. All right, Trav. You use Adderall. Trav
6: always, Trav <laughs> always stirring it up, man. <laughs> You use Adderall, like,
2: a little, like the messy bottom he
7: is.
6: I've I've never used Adderall in my life. I would tell what? y'all, you know, I don't have a problem. Well, what with is that.
7: Adderall? I don't know what Adderall is. What does it do?
6: That's what they use if you have like ADD, and a lot of times people like pop that so they could stay awake. People use it to lose weight, but it's a prescription medication.
7: Oh, uh, you don't use it, right? No, but where would you get know. that from?
6: I would hope a doctor if they prescribe it to you.
7: I meant hit the lie. I meant the lie. I don't know he didn't get the, doctor, oh. the, the lie <laughs> like, from the doctor. Where does
6: one get Adderall from? <laughs>
7: oh, goodness gracious. All right. All right. Yeah, get it off your chest. All right. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest now. We got rumors on the way, Yee?
6: Yes. Killer Mike. People were upset with him yesterday, and he explains why he did what he did.
7: All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
10: Listen up. It's
0: just in.
7: All the guys. The rumor report. Gossip. Gossip. Angela, Angela Yee.
6: It's the rumor report. The, the
7: Breakfast, Club.
6: Breakfast Club. All right, be clear. This is Envy's team. That's and, not
7: my and, team. I'm a Giants fan, but continue. Liar.
6: Didn't your neighbor play for the Jets and you all was hanging out and you was going to the Jets games?
7: Scott Bart, yes. Uh, Bart Scott, yes. And, and, and Michael, when Michael Vick played for the Jets for a little bit too, right? Okay, so you mm-hmm. are a Jets fan. No, he didn't. Uh no, I'm not. But I support my friends and Bart bought Scott was was lived in the neighborhood and my wife was hanging out with his wife, so we went to support. But I am a Giants fan. Everybody knows I'm a Giants
2: fan. And, and be trying to distance himself from this guy because he was
7: in
6: <laughs> on this scheme.
2: Go oh, here, you go. What
6: scheme? And be like, please don't tell on me. Uh, so Josh Bellamy has been charged for his role in a $24 million pandemic loan scheme. Those PPP loans, baby. So according to the complaint, they're saying that. The scheme involved at least 90 fraudulent applications for PPP, most of which were submitted were worth more than uh, everything was worth more than 24 million dollars, and a lot of those got approved and funded. So they paid out at least 17.4 million, and they said he has his own company, Drip Entertainment LLC, where that he got like a, a PPP scam, loan. Scam For $1.24 million, and he also purchased more than $100,000 in luxury goods. He got some Dior, some Gucci. He spent Mm -mm. uh, some money at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, and he withdrew over $300,000. Well,
2: he won't be the only one going to jail for those PPP loans. Trust me, it's a bunch of y'all right now sitting around thinking you got a blessing from God, but y'all forgot the devil got a kingdom too. And I promise you, just like most drug dealers, you better live it up now. Ball, because you about to fall. And also, if you're going to get that type of money, at least buy something that might appreciate with value. No. Like, God damn. No, don't do it's, that either.
7: Something you can flip. I heard somebody say, uh, yeah, you can't well, buy use a that house and buy things. real estate. You cannot buy real estate. I heard T.I. say that yesterday. All right? I'm telling you guys. You I cannot say
2: real estate, but No, T.I. Something. did yesterday.
7: T.I. said something about oh. buying property. You cannot buy property, okay? Read the guidelines, please, because you will get arrested. Yes, it's I know It's supposed to be for it,
6: your business. It's
7: supposed to be for your business. You cannot flip it. You cannot say, "Yo, I'ma flip it and then put it back." No. What
2: if they watch what if where that money is my goes. Business? What if stunting on these f bro, is my business, bro? And
7: you got I'm it my business. I'm telling so people like that. Not
6: if that's your business and you got a PPP loan for that particular
2: business, then yes. <laughs> yes. Also, if these have. PPP loans can't be as hard as uh, to get as some people make them out to be. Because no, damn, I heard <laughs> everybody I heard folks them. complaining about not being able to get loans, but I can't tell
7: bro they getting millions like not even like okay there's 100,000 no they getting 17 million this business wasn't even oh, active yeah, are they checking goodness gracious
6: all right now the nba is supposedly investigating a rockets uh, rockets player daniel house junior they said he let a female covid-19 testing official into his hotel room inside of the bubble so He's uh, the NBA you know players, as you know, they've been isolated in a but bubble she's been in to prevent the, bubble. the spread so, of coronavirus.
7: I didn't see the problem with that. She is in the bubble. She's testing everybody, right? So if she's yeah, in wrong the that? bubble. He stayed by, by by the guidelines.
2: There's there's no safer there's no woman safer to sleep with uh, in a situation like that than the woman <laughs> that does the coronavirus testing. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs>
6: Yeah, I don't know. So you can't hook up with anybody in the bubble? I don't know. They in the bubble. I don't see what the problem yeah, is. Yeah, that means he you got
7: tested. Yeah, she got tested. She's there every day. I didn't when see you the get, problem with that one.
2: When you get in trouble in the bubble, do people say, your bubble got burst? Shut Come up. on, give me a little rim shot. What? <laughs> what? what? What do you want a rim what?
6: What is a rim, rim shot, man? A drum? rim shot. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow, you kinky, boy. You oh, kinky. Sounds like some trouble in your bubble that you want burst. <laughs> yeah, some okay. trouble in your bubble. <laughs> a
7: little All right, bubble.
6: Tia, Tia Murray says that she will never forget being denied a magazine cover. And this was at a time when their show, Sister, Sister, was better in the ratings than Friends. Listen to what she said.
3: It was around Sister, Sister days, and the show was extremely popular we were beating like in the ratings friends so my sister and i we wanted to be on the cover of this very popular magazine um at the time and it was a teenage magazine and we were told that we couldn't be on the cover of the magazine because we were black and we would not sell what year was this? can you
6: I don't know. She didn't say the year, but you know, I, I guess you have to think about the time frame.
10: Uh huh.
6: But I did, think I about see that. that. Black people don't sell if they're on the cover of a magazine. The magazine won't sell, and they tell you Goodness. that's the reason she
2: That was a lot of people's mind frame. I mean, even with movies, they would uh, they wouldn't put black people in in blockbuster movies because they said black people didn't sell internationally. Not all black. Remember,
6: and that's why Kevin Hart says he'll only do a movie if it's going to be internationally released.
7: Mm -hmm. That's a fact.
6: All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report.
7: All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now we got front-page news coming up. What are we talking about?
6: Yeah, since we just talked about sports, let's talk about sports. We'll give you some updates, and then we'll talk about football because football returned last night.
7: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
6: It's Angela Yee with the General Insurance. Accidents, violations, no prior insurance, even missed a few payments, don't worry. The General covers you when others won't, and they accept most cars and drivers. Give them a call at 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply.
7: Yes, Marl Brock will be joining us in a little bit. But morning, everybody. The creator of the
2: greatest show of all time, Girlfriends, will be here. You should put some respect on our goddamn name envy.
6: Yes, Next you could actually watch. I didn't get a chance to
2: finish. Yes. Say what I was you saying. You can watch Netflix on Netflix now. Yes, girlfriends is on Netflix right now.
6: Eight
2: seasons, right? Yeah, show us your DVDs.
7: Yes, Come seasons. on, show us your DVDs. Okay, well, you know what you want to, see you see? Want to show us. Come, Come on. Let's see. Here we go. I know he got it there right there. Hold on now. You walk around Hold like on that now. DVD. Like my daughter just, walks around with so like, a blinky.
2: So I can get rid of all of these. This is the complete season, not even open. Okay, okay, okay keep that fresh. These are just all these are these are the rest of the seasons, you know what I'm saying? Girlfriends, one of the greatest shows of all time. Oh, right. You heard me? Mm hmm. Yes. All right. Well, let's get in some front page news. Mm hmm. Where
7: are we starting, Yeezy?
6: Well, since the gang's all here, let's talk about NBA scores from last night. The Lakers beat the Rockets 110 to 100. Uh, the Nuggets versus the Clippers is today. So that is going to be game five, and the Clippers are leading that 3 1.
7: Yeah. And last night, football came back. The uh, Chiefs beat the Texans 34 to 20.
2: Yeah, and ain't no social distancing say, going on on that football field, by the way. I turned that game on yeah. last night, and everybody's standing close to each other on the sidelines. It wasn't really a lot of people in the stands, but there ain't no social distancing going on in the NFL game.
7: But yet.
6: didn't they all get tested?
2: Yeah, they all
7: get tested. But, you know, the fans are there, and, and you know, that I, I like to see the fans there. Even though the stadium wasn't packed, it's just good to see the fans there, they're I'm, cheering. It's pretty dope. Yeah, it could I'm telling only be right 22%. Now,
6: mm-hmm.
2: If all them football players and all them coaches got tested and they all negative, Corona ain't real, bro. Just want to throw that out there. Ain't no way. All
6: right. And, and tonight, the Celtics versus the Raptors, and that series is tied 3-3, so it's game seven.
7: Yeah, that's That's, that's going to be a great game.
6: All right. So what happened uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Houston Texans? Well, during the National Anthem, the Texans opted to stay in the locker room, and the Chiefs did link arms for the National Anthem. Uh, Chloe and Hallie performed the rendition of the National Anthem, and they honored uh, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor on their shirts. Also, Um, Miami, when they're going to be playing, they actually released this video about ending police brutality and justice. Listen to this.
4: If we could just right our wrongs, we wouldn't
2: need two songs. We don't need another publicity parade. So we'll just stay inside until it's time to play the game. Whatever happened to the funds that were promised, all of a sudden we got a collapsed pocket. The bottom line should not be the net profit. We need owners with influence and
9: pockets bigger than ours. To call up officials inflicts political power. When education is not determined by where we reside. And we have the means to purchase what the
4: doctor prescribed. And you fight for prison reform and innocent lives. And you repair the communities that were tossed to the side.
1: And you admit you gained from it and you swallowed your pride. And when the courts don't punish skin color, but punish the crime.
9: Until then, we'll just skip the long production and stay inside.
2: Yeah, I love the um message of that, but the bars were Kind of weak. Stop I thought, it, I thought stop they about it, to say no. one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Like, shut right? up, man. They kept,
6: hey, stop it. They kept it simple, and their message basically let you know, like they said, when they play, they are gonna stay inside for the national mm-hmm. anthems.
2: Why they have to so, rhyme, though? Couldn't they? <laughs> I didn't, like, I they didn't have to rhyme. I don't know who wrote that. You know,
7: everybody wants to be a rapper. You come Jeez. on, Christ.
6: All right, and just so you know, the Brianna Taylor case is set to go before the grand jury, so they are going to present evidence. From the fatal police shooting where they killed Breonna Taylor to a grand jury as early as next week, according to sources familiar with it. I actually saw my son yesterday, and he was, I ran into him, and he was telling me that it's gonna be interesting to see what happens next week. So we are praying that their family, Breonna Taylor's family, does get some type of justice.
2: Drop, from- drop on the clues bombs for um the good brother, my son, and Until Freedom. Uh, I, I'm a, I love what they've been doing in Kentucky. They've, they've been out there for like weeks, you know, trying to get justice for Breonna Taylor, but I don't have no faith in this system. I, I'm, I'm just, I just don't hate to be the pessimist here, but I don't have no faith in this system at all. Why why would I have faith in this wicked corrupt ass system? I hope, I I hope I'm pleasantly surprised though, but I don't see it. Not with that attorney general. He loves Trump too much.
6: And again, let me remind y'all today is nine 11 it's been 19 years since 9/11 happened. So again, I always want to make sure that throughout today we are thinking about those people who lost their lives and the families who have suffered, the firefighters, everybody Absolutely. who. Yes, uh, 9/11. So 19 years ago.
2: Yeah, I gotta check. I, you know, that reminds me. I gotta check on a check on a friend. I have a friend who gets very down. And depressed around this time of year because he lost lost his father in 9 11. So hit him up.
6: All right. Well, that is your front page news.
7: All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, tell them who's gonna be joining us, Charlemagne, because you're so oh. excited. I can see it all in your face. Don't, don't lift your butt up like that. I can see you excited. I was
6: like, let me just. I was like, let me just stand down for this interview.
2: <laughs> let me tell you something. We are celebrating the 20-year anniversary of one of the greatest shows of all time, Girlfriends. Okay, drop one of clues, bombs for Girlfriends' drama. You hater and the creator of that show. Mara Brock Akil is about to join us. Uh, I respect this woman so much. She does not get the credit she deserves as a creative, and I'm glad Girlfriends is on Netflix, and I got my whole weekend planned, and it consists of wine for the wife, uh, Casa Dragona's tequila for me, and my girlfriend's binge-watching on Netflix. God damn it. What happened? You yeah, you're going to enjoy you this because let
6: me tell you something. Oh, Charlamagne the is definitely the spliff star to her bust of rhymes. Every time That's she right. says something, he hyped That's it right. up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Had an ad lib. All, so.
2: all the real Gs, all the real thugs. We out here watching Girlfriends all weekend with our pistols. You heard me. You said we. Don't even you, you a thug? You carry a pistol? That's right. Gangsters, baby. Real gangsters watch Girlfriends. All right? The hood is out here.
7: I'm scared. I'm about that to go watch Golden right. Girls then.
2: All right, well, we're going to kick would, them You would. Of course you would choose <laughs> four old white women over four black queens. Of course you would. It was a would. joke. It maybe he, a, mean, no, it maybe he meant
6: the Golden Girls reimagined that they Yeah, t- the, the reimagined version. Oh, My old girlfriend
2: You would love to see an old version. You would love to see a new version of Golden Girls, but it would be all beige women for you. For Four old beige women. Shut up, man. All
7: right, we'll be back. Bada Brock, kill. It's the Breakfast Club. Come on. Who?
6: What'd you call her?
7: I said Mata.
2: Mara. Why Mara. Mara. Her...
7: I said Mara. Uh, what, what is That's the yeah, Latin is... version. You Mara Brock Akil when
2: we come back. It's the you Breakfast Club. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Yep, yeah, it's the World's Most Dangerous Morning Show. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee. I don't know where Envy went, but uh we have a very special guest in the building right now. She is celebrating 20 years of one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Mara Brock Akil is with us. Good morning, Queen.
3: Good morning. I am so happy to be here with you guys. Oh my God. I, this is, I mean, what w- would there ever be a celebration without a girlfriend without you? <laughs> I, I would hope not. I need to just sit back. Are <laughs> you jumping there too? And I hope you're a fan too. I hope you, I hope, uh, well, actually, I hope you. I am actually a woman, but you know, I just. <laughs> <laughs>
6: I am actually a black woman, so there's a lot of themes and topics I can relate to, but I know, Charlamagne, I feel like I can't even compete, so, you know, I, I am in this, though. Okay, good, good, good. And for Girlfriends, since you guys are going to put all the seasons on Netflix this weekend, we're actually, the next uh, episode of my podcast, very dedicating to some of the topics from Girlfriends, like, what would you do if your man was wearing a girdle? <laughs> Waist trainer because Envy wears waist trainers. I know he's not here right now, but we actually have he did get a waist trainer at one point and then started
3: bike riding with it on, and that's how he managed to lose a lot of weight. (laughs) It works, I mean, you know, and it's funny, it's funny how you know, with women, you know, girdles I mean, that's what we were calling it in the episode, I believe. (laughs) You know, it has such uh shame around it for women, you know what I'm saying? But you know, to your point, now that it's a, a um. It's a waste. It's a it's a, a waist trainer, and you could be out in the public. You put it around your t-shirt, ride your bike, and everybody's like, "Oh, that's cool." You know? It's like, no, I was <laughs> like, "No." I want to get some dirt though,
6: Mara. Because last
3: oh, time you want, <laughs> you want,
6: Angela? <laughs> that you had the movie written already. So now that you have this deal at Netflix,
3: is there talks in bringing that movie? This is exciting because my Netflix deal was, you know, the mothership of Netflix is so big. My deal. Or an overall deal was happening on this side of the mothership and Strong Black Lead getting these 90s sitcoms. Let's just give it up for Strong Black Lead. I mean, for them to say, we are going to get our culture and we're going to put it on, we're going to put it on the biggest streamer out there so we could all enjoy this. Fantastic. Um, so in terms of a movie, I'm open. I told you guys this before when I was on the show. I'm open. I'm here. And, and everybody knows it's there. They've got that. Algorithms—they got the analytics. If they want it, they got me. <laughs> I'm right there. But I also have to—I um, I just have this amazing new deal. I'm so excited. I got some other stuff to write. I got other things to do. And so when they're ready, they'll knock on my door or they'll pick up the phones, and I'll be there. You know what I wanted to ask you about um, Tyler Perry, right? And he said that, you know, about as
6: far as doing his shows, that he writes everything himself. He wrote the whole season himself. What are your thoughts on that? And do you think that as a creative yourself, have you ever written like a whole series on your own? Do you think that collaboration is more important? I just wanna know how you work personally.
3: I, I believe in one vision, many voices. That's how I've always worked. Um, I think it's part of my job as the creator, as the showrunner, is to be able to articulate, this is what this is about. Then my biggest job, Angela, really is to be a good listener to hear the best ideas for the greater good of the of the show i remember when you guys maybe remember the the four episode arc that we did with kimberly elise um yes yes i took that to the writers room they were like what <laughs> i remember kenya barris was one of the first one like guys this is a comedy and i'm like uh yeah and we're going to figure this out because this is what's real and this is what's happening yet we are surviving it yet we are dealing with it how can we be a part how do we give back to the culture how do we take ownership of a story that is hurting black women the numbers that I think still now to check them as of today but back then the numbers were hurting black women the most and I believe that statistic still stands and so Oh no! We're going to take care of black women. We're going to bring this to we're going to bring this to bear, and yeah, we're going to figure out how to be funny. So we found fun ways to talk about very tough subjects. Because even when we did the um, the wigger episode, you know, what I'm saying Maybe. that was a betrayal. You know, just we we were just but but knowing that's what we were doing. I'm proud of that. I'm very happy that we were really you know able to go there and not just keep the comedy Just ba dum bum. Or was there ever a time the network shot down
6: an episode because they felt like it would be too racy or they were like, I don't know if we can address this? Because we've seen other series where people are like, oh, this episode never came out. We saw Blackish, they put out an episode that never came out previously. Was there ever a topic that they
3: were kind of scared to touch? This is a fun one, Angela. Um, I'm very proud of this one in, in a lot of ways. So give me two seconds. Black women's sexuality. So I came into wanting to write Girlfriends. And at the time, most Black women characters on TV, were we're also talking about music videos. So music videos were huge at this time. And so the, the idea about Black women's sexuality was you're a hoe, you're a groupie, you're more in that category or on television. Because they weren't writing our interior lives, you'm know saying. So you didn't have a personal life. You were just the judge or the asexual judge, the person you don't know who they were sleeping with. So it's like there's this vast void between asexual judge and the you know the the black the black woman. Yeah, thanks. So I come into the series with that on my mind that our sexuality is not going to be demonized and it is going and we need to shed this and we had a lot of shame. Around that, no, we are sexual beings and that doesn't make us a hoe. So, there was a joke run that we did, but I actually won this fight. And, um, but it was a joke run where the girlfriends were talking about what they wanted, and it was all in great jokes, right? It wasn't direct, but it was like what they wanted for pleasure, and it was all, and so those jokes got flagged in the um in the script, and funny enough. I knew they were gonna get flagged, and you might remember this, there's another joke in the same script where the William character talks about his blue balls. And (laughs) they howled during the run-through about this joke. It was so funny, it was so funny, but they didn't say anything about it. So now I'm in the note session and they're like, nope, get rid of this, get rid of this, get rid of this. And I had that sucker in my back pocket. I was like, okay. First, I argued it, just like I said, hey, this is their empowerment. And when and when when women are empowered by their own sexuality, by their choice, they will A, be responsible. They will show up. They will buy the condoms. They're not going to wait for a man. They will take care of themselves when they own their, their sexual choice. Sex positive, right? And then they were like, hmm yeah, 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 no, take it out. And then I was like, okay, well, then boomer taking out blue too. Yep. So when basically I said, so basically what you're telling me, this is like, this is all a note session with executives. So what you're telling me is, so jokes about sex when it's for the pleasure of men, they're okay. But when women want have have their own choice of pleasure, then that's not okay in 2000, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And they turn red and they were mad. And then it was like, so then it got to agents. You know, they still, we were still talking about it. And it, was, it was more like, fine, you won. And it was more like that. And I was
7: like, thank you. All right, we have more with Mara Brock O'Keel. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Mara Brock O'Keel. Now, Charlemagne.
2: You know, Mara, you don't you don't get the credit you deserve for not just being a creative, but for literally reviving network studio work. Like you, you 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 did it with girlfriends on UPN, the game for CW, being Mary Jane with BET. Is there rewards for that? Does that get you like green lights in Hollywood forever, or what?
3: Well, it gives me a good Netflix deal. Okay. <laughs> I finally got there, but you know, I will be. I thank you for a saying that. I'm very proud of it, and you know, you know, I want to be. I, I want that to be known. I want people to see that because that took a lot of work, and I'm proud of that. It also launched a lot of careers by holding by holding the door open, not only launching the door, but holding the door open, people a lot of people got a chance to develop, which is another, is one of the biggest asset, is time and experience. So that we can develop voices that can carry on the baton and you know, you can have the insecures of, of the world. So the rewards are in that. The rewards are in, in seeing that we were able to do it and we sustain it and the careers we were able to build. And to be honest, Charlemagne, I, took a lot, I take a lot of pride, both me and Salim do, we take a lot of pride on the many jobs. The job creation that we were able to do for people to put roofs over their head, to send kids to college, to all of those things are in this moment for me. So that would be the validation that I, I you know, there are times when I feel sorry for myself, when I'm ego tripping and I want some hardware, maybe I want somebody to call my name, I want somebody to be celebrated in the way of an Emmy or things of that nature. Those are still goals of mine, but God has a plan, and I, I'm hoping that, um, and I'm still in the game, so I, I'll, 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 I'll get there.
2: It's going to be interesting because um, I have a feeling "Girlfriends" is going to break a lot of records on Netflix as far as viewing. Do? Yes. Yeah, I
3: like. I, 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 I like when you talk like that. <laughs> no,
2: I do. I, I really do. So it's just going to be interesting to see how people, you know, just just come back around to you for like for like. Oh.
3: you you are a validation to something a fight that i i said i said black men are going to show up for this show they were like because there were times when they wanted the guys to be a little sillier on the show like the the, you know sort of taking pot shots more at men. i said no this is not going to be a a male bashing show and i think a lot of black men were worried it was going to be because i always said that the women are as they're going to be as great as the men are great we have to make great challenges for them so anyway that was one of my theories and the fact that you're a big fan and you're your girlfriend now your wife said sit down and watch it. What made you stay? Why what are some of your favorite episodes? What did you see that made you girlfriend's number one fan?
2: <laughs> I think I think I think because it was very relatable because it seemed like at the time it seemed like now. You know what I mean? Like they weren't corny, you know, like you would hear like the hip hop lingo and the hip hop conversation and for me at the time that that cut through what what was on was, was on T V at the time. And then oh. it was the, the depictions of the, the, the women, of course, because you learn so much, but the brothers like William, because William was somebody who people might consider corny, but he wasn't. He had a great job. He had a lot of women, beautiful women that he was...
3: I <laughs> know. Keep sharp. I mean, Monica Charles Brooks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, D- Darnell was, like, the working-class black man who was really trying to do right by his family. And, you know, I just, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it just relatable on so many different levels
3: oh thank you to William was my ode to you know a lot of black women were saying they're no good black men. they and I was like we are we have to take ownership for a lot of the brothers we are overlooking just like you were saying, Omar you don't get enough credit I don't think the brothers get enough credit for the good fathers that they are the good you know the, the good boyfriends and thus husbands that they are you know I don't think that we talk about that enough and we keep promoting one narrative all the time and so you know, the dog, you know, that was, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah, we've run into dogs. Say <laughs> You We're we going to have some of those, but there's a lot of good brothers, and we just don't talk about them.
2: You know, Kelsey, Kelsey grandma, he was the EP on Girlfriend, and that Girlfriend got made at a time when I would assume it was harder to get a black show like that made. So how was he... As a white man, a, a good partner. What, what was what was the benefit? what
3: well, and it's and then here's real simple. So he was huge. He was like keeping the lights on at Paramount. So meaning like, if Paramount had a had any sort of losses, Frazier was the one. It was it was writing big checks. I mean, you know I'm saying it was holding it down. So I met him at that stage in his career, right? He had a deal, um, like. He would, and he didn't have any shows that year. He didn't, he didn't sell anything, and I was, we were kind of on the late, my development was backwards. In fact, UPN came to me and said, "Maro, we would love a companion piece for the Parkers. I know Moesha and Parkers were already paired, but they were having success with the Parkers, and they thought they were maybe going to switch nights, and they wanted a companion piece, so what would you do? And I basically pitched them girlfriends, but I didn't have a studio. It doesn't typically happen that way. Typically you have a studio partner and then you and the studio partner go pitch to the network. I had a network, but had no studio. And Kelsey at the time had nothing, he hadn't sold anything in the marketplace. And um, so he still had money on the books, meaning, you know, a studio, if Kelsey wants to do something, he could be like, hey, I found something, let's get this in. And it, and and. This is what I love about Kelsey. He was very, he was like, it's already sold. (laughs) Yeah, I'll take that meeting. (laughs) It's like, I don't have to do anything. And and then um, it was, so I do, I really do appreciate the fact that he said yes. He could have said no, he could have just said, hey, I'll sit out this year, but he didn't. And that's how, and so because he said yes, and if that's all Kelsey ever did, I am so thankful for that yes. I'm saying because to come through, you know, to you know, and that was even funny. Kelsey Grammer, this got people's attention too. Kelsey Grammer show about black women. (laughs) What is this? So just sort of kept following the um, the rolling rock so to speak, and it was a blessing. And to quote what he said about you just now, he was talking about, he was asked
6: about Girlfriends, and he talked about how the show was going to go on strike, like people were going on strike, all kinds of issues. And he said um, he thought it deserved a proper sendoff, and he talked about Tracy Ellis Ross being on Blackest, and then he said, Girlfriends movie would be fun, but you would have to get Mara Brock Kill to write it, and I'm not sure if she's available right now because she's <laughs> working on other projects.
3: That was really nice to hear. I heard I heard that same quote, and it was really, really, um... It was beautiful to see. You know what I'm saying? After all this time that people can have... What is that quote you guys making? Help me with this. People may not know what you did, but they... Remember make, how they make you feel. They feel. And so it's nice to have that, a good feeling. You know what I'm saying? After all this time. And so I'm excited about that.
2: I just feel like it's such a no-brainer. I mean, I would assume Kelsey would have to be involved if y'all did a miniseries, right? Or a movie or something. But it's like now you got Kenya Barris, who was a writer on Girlfriends, who's huge in Hollywood. Tracy yeah. Ross, yourself... You and Kenya at Netflix. I feel like it's a no-brainer for Netflix <laughs> to do. You and Kenya in a room should be able to make that happen in two seconds. Yep.
3: They didn't bring it up yet? Nobody brought I it up? haven't brought it up yet. I just got my, again, I just got there. I just got, I just got there. Let's see what they're doing. I'm there to, I, I am there to build new content and I'm excited about that. I got to do that. But I, like I I, I, it should be a no-brainer, Charlamagne. It should be a no-brainer. also think to deal in January with Fox. So you have both of those? How does that work? We're working that out. <laughs> no, no, actually, I do. I, I'm, I'm waiting to hear even about that project. I was, I had so much fun. I, I will say, you were asking about my writing process. I did I did write the, um, the pilots for that Fox series. And so it's in a holding pattern, like a lot of Hollywood is in a holding pattern. I mean, right. COVID has the pandemic it has has a ripple effect through is a bottleneck of, of of a lot happening so i'm in that um i'm on the tarmac and seeing what what will happen with that um but my my focus right now is at netflix to build something new so that that could very much happen so we'll see i am excited for this weekend we'll be watching girlfriends everybody will be watching
6: if you haven't seen it then you got to start from season one. But for everybody that is a huge Girlfriends fan, and there's so many of us, I know we'll all be revisiting this and getting it trending and making sure that we're continuing that conversation. So congratulations on the
3: deal. Thank you. Thank you.
2: And I hope (laughs) everybody makes it an event to watch Girlfriends this weekend like I am in my house. You know, I hope they have watch parties and, you know... Oh, yeah, I'm
3: having one, too. I'm going to have a... IG, I call it my IG pre I'm going to do that, and I think you know, it would be fun to see who shows up for that. At 5, I'm going to go on IG Live with Strong Black Lead. I'm so thankful to them. And then um, at 6, I'm going to live tweet the first two episodes. So um, I'll put it out on my gram. I'm a little behind on my posting, but I'm going put it, to put it out there, look, spread the word. It's cool. Wow. You're busy. You show up. You guys show up. Come and holler at me. Why not? We <laughs> pull up.
2: Mara, thank you very much. You have a great weekend.
3: You too. Right. Hey! Thank you, guys. Really appreciate you. Thank you. You stay well, stay healthy.
2: This is The Rumor Report
0: with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the breakfast club. So listen
1: up. Nah, nah,
6: nah, 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 nah. All right, so I was telling y'all about this Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion that's going to be happening on HBO Max, and it was 30 years since the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air debuted. Is that crazy? 30 years?
7: That's a long the time. The old. The <laughs> old.
6: All right, so something that we did not think we would see anytime soon is the original Aunt Viv and Will Smith. So they posted a picture together. Janet Hubert is her name in real life. And that's Mm -hmm. their first time sitting down on camera together in 27 years.
2: Okay, I'm here for that. I might have to get HBO Max. I don't think I have HBO Max. I I need to get it because the the Docs is on HBO Max as well. I need to get that. But I would watch that special.
6: Yes, yeah, so I cannot wait. But, you know, Janet Huber wrote about her relationship with Will Smith and how things just went left in her book, Perfection is Not a Sitcom Mom. She also says that she was demonized after the, her departure. She played uh, Aunt Viv in the first three seasons, and she left in
1: 1993. And Is it colorism
2: to say the dark skin Aunt Viv? Because that's what people say.
6: Um, I mean, she is darker than the other one. So I guess that's, you know, maybe you could say the original,
2: the original. There 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 you go. The original. I like original. I like
6: that better. And since we're talking about colorism, let's talk about Tyrese. All right. Tyrese is on Uncensored on TV one. That's going to air on Sunday. I know y'all will be watching. Are you guys on it? No. Mm -mm. All right. Well, he talked about his own experiences with colorism. Listen to this. I had
5: never felt a piece of handsome. I have never heard compliments throughout my childhood. I caught every joke in the dark skin community ever. I was black, burnt, tarp.
2: I was blurple black and purple. I just never felt attractive, ever. Well, I yeah. think you should call Envy more. You know, Envy will absolutely tell him how handsome he is. Envy loves dark chocolate. And uh, furthermore... What if you put that out there and people just shrug because they don't really find you handsome? You ever thought about that? <laughs> you can't force <laughs> folks to call you handsome. Sometimes you just got to accept the fact that well, you're black but, and ugly as ever. Word yeah, but smart. you know, he,
7: so, sometimes you got to tell saying... people things to boost their confidence. Like, you know, if 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 Tyrese called me and I know he was hurt and he was down, yeah, I would say, bro, you handsome. Just like you, I say it to you all the time because I know you don't feel that way and I know it hurts your feelings so much. So First I'd be like, yo, Charlotte, I'm, man, you handsome, bro. I,
2: I, I don't, I don't, I do feel handsome. I feel amazingly fine. Okay. Sorry. All right. All right <laughs> first of all, all right, I'm too fast, too fine. That would be the name of my movie. <laughs>
6: too fast. Well, anyway, I sympathize with him for that though, guys, because growing up, it has to be hurtful to be hearing people say those things about you. And that's how people end up having issues with the color of their skin. When you're young and you get teased, <laughs> About it, for real. I mean, it's... It sounds like he's fishing
2: though. for compliments a little bit. Just no, a
6: little no. bit. No, but- no. If that's his experience, I'm not going to tell somebody that's not what their experience is. But Tyrese is a handsome man, so... So why we don't feel sorry for all the slander Tyrese
2: catching out? Because <laughs> Tyrese get way more slander in his adult life, I'm sure.
6: Well, I feel bad for him as a kid, as an adult, you know.
2: <laughs> he doesn't get Kinda slanted absurd. for his looks, though. Stop he don't them. get slanted
7: for his looks. He gets slanted yeah, for his looks. Yeah, it's <laughs> not because of his looks.
2: He don't get slanted because of his looks as an adult. Things oh, you, are you crazy? Pull up that meme <laughs> when he's crying, saying, what more do you want from me? Yeah, but
7: that's because he. That's what he's doing. <laughs> that's not about his looks. That's not about his looks.
6: And angry. I will say, Tyrese, it could be more, Tyrese. It could be more, Tyrese handles it very well. So he does. Right now, all the. It could be jokes. more than
7: one dark skin brother bald head, bro. I'm just telling you that. You ain't got to be the only one. You ain't got to hate on remember Tyrese. Remember
6: when he wore those boots?
7: Oh, <laughs> well, those boots? Where he did the interview with Big Boy, right? Them
2: boots look crazy. No, those weren't boots. Those were hard bottom shoes with the Adidas
6: trash. Oh, track whatever suit. they were.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
2: yeah. <laughs> he said, he he, he said, said, I felt sorry for him when he was a kid, but as an adult, he deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to, Tyrese. Shout out to Tyrese. Tyrese. I
6: like the fact that he has a good sense of humor still through it all. So he, I can Until you tease
2: him too much. Yeah. Until yeah, you tease him too much. He, he didn't call he me a Solomon yeah, and, and we didn't post that song with CeeLo. Oh, man. Shut up.
6: <laughs> we might get a text all right, today. Now, y'all got, we got a problem? <laughs> uh, that's y'all group text. All right, now let's talk about a new show that's coming. Now, you guys know I like The Real Housewives. I love The Real Housewives of Potomac. I don't know if y'all have been watching this season, but it is a pretty damn good season. And shout out to my girl, Leah. She's on The Real Housewives of New York. Well, there's a Real Housewives of Salt Lake City that is premiering really? on Bravo November 11th. Oh, I and can't wait. And let me just play y'all this trailer and then I'm gonna break something down for you.
8: I am a purebred pioneer
6: Mormon. Oh, here it goes. I'm Jewish and from Chicago. I'm actually Pentecostal. We
3: are Jewish a heritage Mormon by choice. Oh, Lord have mercy. It is a very big deal that I'm oh. no longer Mormon. I was raised Mormon. But I'm converting to Islam. Assalamu alaikum,
6: bitches. There's a lot of misrepresentations of who's friends with who in this circle. Don't waste your single... She hates like us. do you think you're a homewrecker? Lisa accused me of being a swingers. I don't judge you. I don't care enough to judge you. All right, everybody is interested in one character, and that is Mary Crosby. The problem is this, okay? She... Allegedly married her late grandmother's husband, Robert C. Cosby, uh, Cosby. and her that's late how she
7: grandmother's husband. So he must have been filthy right. rich.
6: Yes, and that's how she inherited multiple successful family businesses. So according to reports, wait a her minute, her grandmother. She took, was married... she took grandma's husband. Yes, that was her what grandmother's was the... second husband. Mm-hmm.
2: She white right or black. How old was he?
6: Uh. I'm assuming a lot older, but let's see. Her grandmother um, passed away at the age of 65 in 1997. And at the time of her death, her estate included a a restaurant, a daycare, a radio station, and other businesses. And so Mary Cosby then married her late grandmother's husband, Robert, in 1998 right after her grandmother died. They've been married for 20 years. They have a teenage son together. But there's also some family issues because there's allegations that Robert Cosby had something to do with the death of his ex-wife.
7: So she married her grandmother's husband? How how, how, how many years are they apart? This is crazy.
6: <laughs> and they've been married for 20 years. So how
7: old is she now? She got to be 40. He got to be 80 or something like that.
6: Right. So anyway, that premieres on Bravo November I'm 11th. I'm watching. It already, think, and I if think, you listen to that trailer, it already sounds interesting.
2: I think we might be looking at this the wrong way. How do you know she didn't leave that husband for her granddaughter in her will? How do we know?
6: I don't know about that. But it's crazy because they got married a year after her grandmother died.
2: He, he might have been in the will.
6: And then people are accusing him. So we shall see. All right. Well, i me Angela and, Lee, prob- and that is. hmm.
2: No, I'm saying he's probably filthy rich, so they just keeping the money in the family. No, but you don't marry your grand... It's that, that's like your grandfather, bro. It that depends, is your grandfather. It depends what his bank account looks like, how much money he got, Yee. You are a bird.
6: I, I just told you all the businesses that yeah, he, he actually, yeah, I mean, a restaurant, a daycare, a radio station, other businesses as well, so he got it. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report.
2: All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne, who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, I need Skip Bayless to come to the front of the congregation. I'd like to have a word with him, please.
7: Okay. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. This The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. The Travis Scott meal just dropped at McDonald's, featuring the juicy quarter-pounder burger with lettuce, pickles, onions, ketchup, mustard, and bacon, all with medium fries and a drink for just $6. bucks. do not forget the barbecue sauce. Price and participations may vary. <laughs>
2: Time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day.
10: I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed way. So like
2: a donkey. he's okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches.
0: Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years that Donkey of the Day is
2: a new one. Donkey of the Day for Friday, September 11th goes to the infamous Skip Bayless. You remember Skip Bayless, who used to be on First Take. Now he's on Fox Sports with Shannon Sharp. Now, Skip Bayless is a sports critic, not a sports analyst, not a sports pundit. He's a sports critic. He may say otherwise, but all I do is hear him critique other players. Uh, Not a lot of analyst talk at all, just a lot of critique, which is fine. I, I love a great critic. Some would say I'm one myself, but like most critics, eventually they say something that pisses people off. It's a thin line between critiquing and being offensive. And Skip Bayless is a habitual line stepper, okay? He goes over that line quite often. And he overstepped the line yesterday when he had an opinion about Dallas Cowboy quarterback Dak Prescott discussing his struggles with depression and anxiety. Let's hear what the good brother Dak Prescott had to say.
1: All throughout this, this quarantine and this offseason, I started experiencing emotions I've never felt before. Anxiety for the main one, and then honestly, a couple of days before my brother passed, I would say I started experiencing depression. Didn't know necessarily what I was going through, uh, to, to say the least. Um, and hadn't been sleeping at all. Um, but for one reason, one night I slept the best I've slept, missing probably ten plus calls from from Tad and giving my dad enough time to come in my bedroom and tell me what had happened. And so I woke up probably the best night of sleep I've ever had in 2020 uh, for the from the worst news. As much as you wanna ask why, as much as this, I mean, I know my brother. And as we said, he had a lot of burdens on him. He had a lot of tough things. And and, and my sense of saying that is, it showed me of how vulnerable we have to be as humans, how open we have to be, um, because our adversity, our struggles, what we go through is always gonna be too much for ourselves and maybe too much for even one or two people, but never, never too much. Um, for a community or never too much for 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 the people and the family that you love.
2: Now anybody who listens to the Breakfast Club for years knows I am a diehard Dallas Cowboys fan. Uh, I can't wait to watch us play the Rams this Sunday night. but if you listen to the Breakfast Club or my brilliant idiots podcast and you also know I've talked about my struggles with anxiety and depression. In fact, I wrote a whole book about it called Shook One: Anxiety Playing Tricks on me that that book is actually more of a journal that I was keeping while going to therapy and I share a lot of my lifelong struggles. That's not a book plug, uh, by the way. It's just letting you know that I've dealt with anxiety and depression so long and I had to document it. Okay, I go to therapy once a week, uh, usually Thursday or Fridays at three. I have a sacred purpose, Coach. A uh, salute to Yadi out there. Uh, I walk around my yard barefoot. I hug trees. I do breathing exercises. I got the Calm app. I got CBD. Okay, I I, I got I got gems, the, the, the stones. I I charge my crystals by the full moon. All right, salute to my sister Debbie Brown and Karma Bliss. The moral of the story is, I do whatever I got to do to stay mentally healthy out here. Period. Okay, I totally understand how Dak feels. I had, I had two friends commit suicide in June, um, weeks apart. Rest in peace to Jasmine Walters. Rest in peace, my man Shaquille Cardi from Anguilla. And it didn't hit me until August, okay? And when I said I had two dark-ass weeks in August, Lord have mercy. If I hadn't been doing the work on myself all these years to know what that was and why it was and more importantly, how to deal with it, no telling how that would have turned out. So when I say I overstand what Dak Prescott says he was going through, I totally overstand what that brother was going through, okay? But one person who didn't have any sympathy for what Dak was going through and didn't overstand or seem to understand what Dak was going through was Fox Sports' Skip Bayless, okay? He had this to say in regard to Dak Prescott revealing his struggles with his mental health. Let's listen.
8: I'm going to ask our audience to feel free to go ahead and condemn me if you choose as cold-blooded and insensitive on this issue. I have deep compassion for clinical depression, Mm -hmm. but when it comes to the quarterback of an NFL team, it's the ultimate leadership position in sports. Am I right about that? Mm -hmm. You are commanding an entire franchise. What's the roster now? Is it 53 still? 53, but I yeah. think they got like 15 practice squad guys. Okay. But, but you're commanding a uh-huh. lot of young men uh-huh. and some older men. And they're all looking to you to be their CEO, to be in charge of the football team. Because of all that, I don't have sympathy for him going public with, I got depressed. I suffered depression early in COVID to the point that, I couldn't even go work out. Skip
2: Bayless, uh, let me be the first to tell you, shut the F up forever. Do you know that yesterday was National Suicide Prevention Day? Literally yesterday, okay? I saw Shanti Daz post that, you know, uh, but it was. It literally was yesterday, National Suicide Prevention Day. When you made those comments it was on National Suicide Prevention Day. You see how the universe works. The universe wants us to have this this discussion. Okay, uh, people like you, Skip, you cause folks who may be dealing with depression and anxiety to kill themselves. Seriously, rhetoric like that causes people killed himself see the reason I talk about my mental health struggles the way I do is because one speaking about it is a form of therapy for me and it helps me feel better about myself and two I want other people especially black people like me to know that they are not alone so when someone like Dak Prescott who millions of kids look up to because he's the black starting quarterback for the greatest football franchise of all time the Dallas Cowboys Nobody can dispute that during a topic like this. When that brother decides to be vulnerable and let everyone know what he's going through, that gives the rest of the village scrimp. It might make someone on the ledge say, oh, Dak deals with anxiety. Oh, Dak deals with depression. Oh, and he went to go get treatment for it? Oh, he went to a therapist? Maybe I should do that too. But then here comes folks like Skip Bayless with the lame-ass, age-old uh, take that having mental health issues is a sign of weakness. By the way, that's one of those old patriarchal ways of thinking that has to be deconstructed. Like men are taught to apologize for their weakness and women are taught to apologize for their strength. Okay. F all that. All right. When I feel like crying, I'm going to cry. And tears are not signs of weakness. Tears are signs that you've been strong too long. And maybe it's time to talk to somebody. When Dak Prescott, says, because he put out a statement on the Dallas Cowboys website, he responded to what Skip said, and and he said, being a leader, this is Dak Prescott, I love these words, he said, being a leader is about being genuine and being real. If I wouldn't have talked about those things to the people I did, I wouldn't have realized my friends and a lot more people go through them. He also says, I don't care how big a person you are. If you are not mentally healthy and you are not thinking the right way, then you are not going to be able to lead people the right way. Drop on the clues bombs for Dak Prescott. Every single word he uttered was true. Okay, Dak, my brother, no true words have ever been spoken. You are a true leader. You know why you're a true leader? Because great leaders don't tell you what to do. They show you how it's done. And that's what you are doing right now by sharing your anxiety and depression with the world. Two things I want you to take from this donkey of the day, okay? Number one, this is a prime example of why you have to be careful who you share your weaknesses with because some people can't wait for the opportunity to use them against you, okay? And number two, the only way we will eradicate the stigma around mental health in the black community is to share our stories. We have to share our weaknesses and our difficulties because that can be more nourishing to others than sharing our qualities and successes. Please let Remy Ma give Skip Bayless the biggest hee-haw.
5: Hee-haw,
8: hee-haw. You stupid motherfucker. are you dumb?
2: All right. Don't disrespect my quarterback, okay? Salute to Karen Civil. Karen Civil, uh actually got me a football uh, autograph by Dak Prescott. Not just Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, and a bunch of the other Dallas Cowboys. She got me that a couple years ago. But this isn't about the Cowboys. This is about team mental health right now. I thought it was. It's It's always about the Cowboys. It's about team mental health. It is always about the Cowboys, but it's about team mental health as well. And I just encourage everybody to do what you have to do to stay mentally healthy. And don't let anybody tell you that you're weak because you are sharing your difficulties and your struggles. Yes, I deal with anxiety. Yes, I deal with depression. Yes, I go to therapy. Yes, I have a sacred purpose coach. I do whatever the hell I have to do to keep it together. And I am proud of myself for such. All right. Well, thank you for that. I, think I, met,
6: I think I met Dak Prescott. Did I?
2: You did. It was, uh, you was on vacation. I think you was in Hawaii.
6: No, I was in the Bahamas. Yo, you were right. star- in the Bahamas. You. Yes,
2: you did. I was in the Bahamas. I wish
7: no, I, I was, there. A picture. I was right there. I sent yeah, a picture. <laughs> I sent
6: a picture. Because somebody was like, there's Dak Prescott. And I was like, oh, I, that's, he plays for the Cowboys. So I took a picture. Yeah. So it was Charlamagne.
2: I never forget that picture because he was shirtless. And when she sent it to me. Shirtless. Group, said, like, look at you. He was shirtless. <laughs> That's all you remember. Was, That's Envy why replied, you'll never forget it. He was shirtless. <laughs> shirtless. Envy replied nice. I remember no,
7: that. No, I did not. <laughs> yes, you <she> did. <laughs> he said, I always remember that picture because he was shirtless. You were kinky. So where you want to go? Huh? Where, where where you, you want to go? Huh? What, what's what's the topic today? Where do you want to go? Think, I think what's back just to bed? <laughs> what, 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 Where y'all want to go next? All right.
6: <laughs> So, I was asking y'all this behind the scenes. We were talking about Katie Holmes. She has a new boyfriend. He's a mm-hmm. chef, Emilio Vitolo Jr. And so there's been pictures of them all over the internet. But who knew that he already had a fiance who he was living with? And they had a dog. They have a dog together and everything. And she apparently found <laughs> out allegedly that he was dating Katie Holmes the same way we found out by seeing the pictures posted. And so now the story is that his fiance had no idea he was dating Katie Holmes and he broke up with her via text message. Is wow. that rude? Don't you do you think that you have to break up in person? Hell yeah, that's rude. You can't break up with somebody on on through
7: text. they were living five.
6: together, and that's his fiance. I don't but know
2: how tough this fiance part, is. Okay, <laughs> she might be a whole feel, gangster.
6: But part of me feels like this, right? I feel like if you're about to get fired from your job, do you want to have to actually go into work and get fired in person? Wouldn't you rather they let you know while you're at home? Don't bother coming in. This that's isn't working too. out.
2: Some jobs you have to come in though, because the HR has to walk you out with that little (laughs) box. I'm serious.
7: All right, well, let's open up the phone lines. 800 585 1051. Is it rude to break up with somebody through text? I think it's foul. I think it's kind of foul. Has that ever happened to you? (laughs) Yeah, let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: Pull out your your phone. Call in right now. You call me.
7: <TEA> Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top.
0: Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. I know in I I, 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 I. That. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Yes.
7: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're asking, is it rude to break up with somebody through text? All right, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this?
9: What's good with the Envy? Hey, what's up, brother? What's good, Charlamagne? What's good, Yee? What
6: what's up? You sound like you broke up with somebody on text.
9: Oh, you already know Yee. This is Gary from see, I can tell.
6: I know you uh, did, Gary.
9: <laughs> yeah, I talk about it, um... Uh, In my first book, Pillar of the Post, my ex, she was real violent, beautiful girl, green eyes, gorgeous. And I had to break up with her through the text. She went to work. I stayed home, pretended I was sick, packed up all my clothes and cleared it. When she came home... It sounded like an abusive
6: relationship.
9: Yeah, she was. She was very violent. I love her to death, but she used to like to fight. And I knew she would have bleached my clothes. She did it before, so... I knew it would have happened again, so I waited till she went to work. Yeah. See, Hell that's what yeah. I
7: said. If it's somebody violent, then I get it. Then, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. But if it's, a, if it's a relationship and you're just over and you're just tired, you got to show them some respect. But if they're violent and you know they're going to throw some hot grits on you or bleach your clothes or,
2: or try to run you that's over, what then, I you know. I just try to tell a, y'all. You don't know, man. You got to know what type of person you're dealing with, what type of weapons they got in the crib. Don't go to the house when they're boiling something. Okay, that boy that bold something might end up on you. All right. Well. Hello, who's this? This is Dave. Dave, what's up man? Y-
7: your phone sounds a little crazy, brother. Man, this is Keith Torres, man. Trying so to he got to break
6: what? up on text.
7: Yeah, you yeah, he you <laughs> definitely got to <a> break up <laughs> on text. <laughs> Wait, what <I> broke
6: happened? <laughs> actually, I actually, I, broke I can't up hear you. Through, <laughs>
5: actually
6: I broke up through edible
2: arrangement.
5: What? You booked up that said that edible out? arrangement? Okay.
6: Come on, man. What the card say? Yeah.
2: What the card say? <laughs>
5: I'm done with your ass, have these pineapples, and stick them somewhere where you can't find them milk
6: Why did you do uh, that? What happened?
5: What happened? She was out here sticking around with these people, getting
2: stuck, That's why she left in and she, left out. She should have replied back to you, I'm going to feed these pineapples to the next man so his f- tastes better than yours.
6: That's well, what Charlamagne would have wrote.
5: Me, but, <laughs> well, I had to get rid of that. She was just too much. You miss her. No, not at all. But sometimes you, all you
2: miss know, her right
5: now. Don't lie to me. He says
6: sometimes he do.
5: <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I think about it from time to time.
6: And I <laughs> think about where them
5: damn
2: pineapples went. Oh, I can tell yeah, you where they, know where they went. went. Pineapple. Dice pineapples. next man's stomach. It probably did, but... You never
5: know what Charlamagne. That, 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 that's a good idea. I'm going to find out what, what happened to them pineapples. You better oh, don't not. don't
6: do it. Don't do it. I ain't going to lie. If I was there, I would have sent the message like, hey, we said thanks for the uh, edible arrangement.
2: <laughs> we enjoy the fruit. You know, it, 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 this is horrible. I, I didn't think of that. I just stared at the enemy. Bro, leave it alone. You know, you don't you slip. go back over there. You gave, you gave her a new I man some be. energy. You know, that, that, the fruits give you energy. And I
5: forgot about them pineapples. They said they make the poom poom smell better.
6: Yep. You did a and good I deed, posted man. It, I would have posted it on Instagram, like me and my new boo eating pineapples from my ex-boo.
2: Mm-mm-mm-mm.
6: You like Bowls. Dr. Dre
2: giving his ex-wife charity money. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Hello,
7: who's this? This is Natalie. Good morning. Good morning. Now, we're talking about breaking up over text. What are your opinions? Yeah. What are your thoughts?
10: My um, thoughts that it's okay. Um, right now, it's the times of coronavirus. Quite frankly, <laughs> if we have something to talk about, we need to go ahead and just
6: get that now. You Personally, could FaceTime, though, still, with coronavirus. I mean, we could set up a FaceTime date and we
10: could talk about it after the fact, but like, let's not let this thing linger. You know, like, just speak your truth. Just let it out. I mean, I'm you with Zoom you. Invite. I might By the be way, out of town. You, say that again. You just
2: gave it. You just gave everybody a great idea because if you do if you don't have the heart to break up in person, you can just break up over text or voice message and blame it on coronavirus. Social distancing.
10: I mean, like, we I don't want to spread any extra germs. I care so much about you. I just need to let you know what I felt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is so foul. Thank you. I love it. What's the moral uh, of the story, guys? The moral of the story is just make sure your girl can't fight. That's the moral of the story. That's that's the real real biggest varying factor in whether or not you want to break up in person. Is it going to end with you getting busted upside your head with something? If so, you might need to do it over text. I'll voice message. I think voice message. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way.
6: Yes, Cardi B got somebody arrested. And I say for good reason.
7: All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
2: The Breakfast Club.
7: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're asking, is it rude to break up with somebody through text? All right, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this?
9: What's good with you, Envy? Hey, what's up, brother? What's good, Charlemagne? What's good, Yee?
6: What's up? You sound like you broke up with somebody on text.
9: Oh, you already know Yee. This is Gary from Connecticut. I can tell.
6: I know you yeah. did, Gary.
9: <laughs> yeah, I talk about it, um... In my first book, Pillar of the Post, my ex, she was real violent, beautiful girl, green eyes, gorgeous. And I had to break up with her through the text. She went to work. I stayed home, pretended I was sick, packed up all my clothes and cleared it. When she came home- it sounded like my- an abusive
6: <laughs> relationship.
9: Yeah, she was. She was very violent. I love her to death, but she used to like to fight. And I knew she would have bleached my clothes. She did it before, so- I knew it would have happened again. So I waited till she went to work. Yeah. See, Hell that's what yeah. I
7: said. If it's somebody violent, then I get it. Then, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. But if it's, a, if it's a relationship and you're just over and you're just tired, you got to show them some respect. But if they violent and you know they're going to throw some hot grits on you or bleach your clothes or,
2: or try to run you that's over. What then I you know just Texas tried to tell looking. y'all. You don't know, man. You got to know what type of person you're dealing with, what type of weapons they got in the crib. Don't go to the house when they boiling something. Okay, that boy, that boiled stump might end up on you. All right. well. Hello, who's this? This is Dave. Dave, what's up, man? Y- your phone
7: sounds a little crazy, brother.
5: Man, this is cheap ass metro, man. Trying
7: so he got to break up on text. Yeah, you. Yeah, he. You <laughs> definitely got to <a> break up <laughs> on text. Wait, what
6: happened? <laughs> I <can't laughs> actually, I broke <laughs> up <laughs> <laughs> through.
5: Actually, I broke up through edible arrangement.
6: What? You
2: broke up you through the edible. edible arrangement. Okay. Come on, man. What the card say? Yeah. What the card say? <laughs>
5: I'm done with your ass. Have these pineapples and stick them somewhere where you can't find them milk.
6: Why did you do uh, that? What happened?
5: What happened? She was out here sticking around with these people. Getting stuck, That's
2: why she left in and she, left out. She should have replied back to you. I'm going to feed these pineapples to the next man so his f- tastes better than yours.
10: That's well, what Charlamagne would have wrote. <laughs>
5: well, I had to get rid of that. She was just too much. You miss her. No, not at all, but sometimes... You miss that. her
2: right so, now, don't
5: lie to me. He says
6: sometimes he do.
5: <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I think about it from time to time. And I <laughs> think
6: about
5: where
2: them damn pineapples went. Oh, I can tell so, you yeah, where You know where they went, went, went dice pineapples. next man's stomach. It probably did, but... You never know,
5: that, it, Charlamagne. That, that, that's a good idea. I'm going to find out what what happened to them pineapples. You better oh, not. Don't
6: do it. Don't do it. I ain't gonna lie. If I was her, I would have sent a message like, "Hey, we said thanks for the uh, edible arrangement."
2: <laughs> we enjoy the fruit. You know, <laughs> it, 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 this is horrible.
6: I, I
5: didn't think of that. I just stared at the enemy. Bro, leave it alone. You know, you don't you slip. go back over
2: there. You gave you gave her a new I man some you. energy. You know that that the fruits give you energy. And I
5: forgot about them pineapples. They said they make the poom poom smell better. Yeah,
6: You did a I, good I deed, posted man. It, I would have posted it on Instagram, like me and my new boo eating pineapples from my ex-boo.
2: Mm-mm.
6: You Bowls. like Dr. Dre
2: giving his ex-wife charity money. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Hello, who's
7: this? This is Natalie. Good morning. Good morning. Now, we're talking about breaking up over text. What are your opinions? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts?
10: My um, thoughts that it's okay. Um, right now, it's the times of coronavirus. Quite frankly, <laughs> if we have something to talk about, we need to go ahead and just
6: <laughs> get that now. You Definitely. could FaceTime, though, still, with coronavirus. I mean, we could set up a FaceTime date and we could talk
10: about it after the fact. But, like, let's not let this thing linger. You know, like, just speak your truth. Just let it out. I mean, I'm I'm you. Might, invite. I invite
4: Invite.
2: out of way,
10: yeah. Say that again? You just
2: gave it. You just gave everybody a great idea because if you, do, if you don't have the heart to break up in person, you can just break up over text or voice message and blame it on coronavirus, social distancing.
10: I mean, like, we, I don't want to spread any extra germs. I care so much about you. I just need to let you know what I felt.
2: <laughs> that is so foul. Thank you. I love it. What's I the moral of the, the story, st- guys? The moral of the story is just make sure your girl can't fight. <laughs> right? that's the that, that's the moral of the story is it, that's that's the real that's the real biggest varying factor in whether or not you want to break up in person is it going to end with you getting busted upside your head with something if so you might need to do it over text or voice right. message i think voice message all right well we got rumors on the way
6: yes cardi b got somebody arrested and i say for good reason
2: all
7: right we'll get into that next keep it locked it's the breakfast club good morning
6: it's about time.
2: What's going on? Yeah! Rumor report, rumor report. This is the rumor report.
0: Talk,
6: talk.
2: With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club
6: well people were very critical of killer mike for a meeting with the georgia governor brian kemp governor kemp tweeted out today marty and i had a great meeting with at killer mike we discussed how small businesses and the music industry are weathering the pandemic the value of our skilled trade workers and our fight to end human trafficking in georgia we look forward to seeing him again soon but he got a lot of criticism because of the optics and killer mike responded to all that criticism. You know, people have a lot of issues with Kemp for stealing the election and for voter suppression and all of that. What were you going to say, Charlamagne?
2: Mm-hmm. I was going to say, F all those fools coming from Michael Rinder. You know what I'm saying? If black people don't know who out here frontlining for us by now, then God bless them. Black, God bless them. Okay? Everybody more worried about their perception than actual progress. Like, come on, y'all know... Who Killer Mike is? Who blacking and Killer Mike? Killer Mike, one of the most blackest black men I know. He banks black, he buys black, he has several black businesses, he employs black people. Hell, yesterday while they was on Twitter tripping, he was feeding 300 uh, black people, I believe, with the bankhead seafood truck. So man, please.
6: All right. So somebody had asked Carla Mike on Twitter. So you are talking to Kemp on the behalf of your community. And he responded after I saw counsel from community activists that I know and have worked with over 20 years, black judges and lawyers, black business leaders and my neighbors. I absolutely did. I pay taxes in Georgia and own business there. I'm checking up on my dollars at work. I also meet with my city council member, state rep and mayor. I suggest all Georgians do the same. He said, only time will tell as far as uh, if he's going to fix any of the things that he discussed. He said, I plan to keep doing what was on the T-shirt I wore. We all must. Some of my issues, blacks in Georgia having more than 2% of state contracts while making up 35% of the state black men and boys getting free trade school versus building more jails, a justice system that deals with children's trauma versus jailing them. You need better issues.
2: Yeah, and they don't even know what Mike and Brian Kemp talked about fully, but they have an opinion. And people keep saying, oh, well, Brian Kemp suppressed the vote against Stacey Abrams. Well, he's still the governor of Georgia, so you're not supposed to engage with him? That makes no sense to me. And by the way, if you're worried about Brian Kemp suppressing the vote, why are you not worried about Joe Biden who wrote the 86 mandatory minimum sentencing or the 88 crack laws or the 94 crime bill? Y'all got no problem running to speak to him or voting for him in November, so don't tell me about... Who Michael is meeting with. If there's anybody I trust in a room full of vultures, it's Michael Render. That man is a true leader.
6: All right. And listen, if you're talking about ending human trafficking and you can sit down and have a meeting, I would meet with anybody if that's going to help yes. with that. Yes. All right. Now, Car- Cardi B, since we're talking about politics, she actually says on her live that she hired a private investigator to arrest a teenage Trump supporter who actually put her address out there. Listen to what she said. Let me tell you something. Get so
3: intense that a Trump supporter posted my address and encouraged people to dox my home to put my house on fire. I literally hired a private investigator and served them with a roar and arrest this boy. Mind you, this boy was a f-ing teenager. His parents were f-ing shook.
6: I am not mad at that at all.
2: I love it you want gonna put so my address
6: sued. out. I got That's some money to hire do. a private investigator because you know the police ain't gonna it. really do nothing about that. So you got to hire somebody, and she got that kid arrested.
2: Ain't no wrong with I that. I want all I want all social media agitators to get arrested and sued. I am sick of these people being able to say anything they want to you online. Get their ass locked up, sue them, and then private investigators are good. They'll find out your the, the address of the people. They'll find out how much money in their bank account to see if it's worth suing. All kind of stuff. Yeah, I just oh, have trust to hire me. One. I gotta.
7: I just had to hire one the other day that got me all the information I needed. Yesterday got it in Listen, like 10 hours.
2: I got a lot of intel on all my enemies. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me.
6: Mm-hmm. You know, I had a I had a bad issue with the stalker, and this person was sending all kinds of food deliveries and stalking everywhere that I went, and you know, doing all and putting my address, my parents' address online. And um, that. so it took a while, but they found the person. And, you know, found her mom too. It was like, and she kept on posting pictures under a fake page on Instagram and changing it. But she had herself as a white man, like with a gun. But the detective actually told me it's probably a black woman who's doing that because they say it's usually the opposite that they post as like their profile picture. And it was, it was a, a young black girl who was in college, but she did have some mental issues. Mm-hmm. But this was something that went on for quite some time. And it was, yeah. you know, it was she was threatening my friends online. She was posting all kinds of stuff, calling people, getting caught, people's I numbers. Caught and, mm-hmm. I
7: caught one like that, too. She was a, a, a black woman. She had uh, mental problems, mental issues. And we found out who she was. She used to come to the post office near my house and send packages to my house from the post office, basically telling me, you well, know, send it to the station, but basically telling me, I know where you live. And uh, we caught her. And uh, we spoke to her mom, and she just had mental problems. We didn't arrest her or anything like that. We I wonder just if it's the same person.
6: All be. right. Now, Alicia Keys has started a fund to support small businesses owned by African-Americans. She wants to raise $1 billion. So she did announce the details of that initiative in an open letter to Billboard, and she also agreed to perform at the NFL League's kickoff event for the 2020 season. The reason that she did that, though, is because they are contributing to her new endowment fund. So that's why she did it. I respect
2: okay. it. Drop on the Clues bomb for Alicia Keys. I love it.
6: All right. And we got a shout out to Mulatto. So, you know, she's a freshman, double uh, XL freshman, and they've been releasing the freestyles. And her freestyle, she actually uh, flirted a little bit with Fabio Forin. Listen to this.
8: I don't got to rap about sex, but it's way too good not to brag on. I ain't even vocal rapping yet, but if I be on one to, then I ain't going to pass on. Yeah, bitch, I get my Mac on. He tricking, I skip like bad songs. I just dropped a hundred on jewelry during the pandemic. Yeah, my money that
6: long. And the whole time he was smiling. He was hyped, It was cute.
7: That's dope. She no, popping uh, out too. Her records are really doing well, man. I was in Atlanta and her records ring in the
2: club. I want to drop one of the clues, Bonds, for my my, my little niece, LaPortia. Uh, she hit, hit me yesterday and said, I can't trust that your other nieces are keeping you informed on the girls to watch out for, so I'm going to do that. Mulatto, a.k.a. Big Lotto. Yeah,
6: shout <laughs> out to Big Lotto. She
2: literally just hit me that yesterday. And she Big said Lotto. Lotto is actively fighting to combat colorism. In her music video, she writes all her own raps and won and turned down the deal she had on the rap game. So uh, thank you to LaPortia for keeping your old-ass uncle in the loop.
6: All right, and Netflix viewers are calling for a boycott, and that is because of that movie, Cuties. Now, remember we talked about this. It's a French film, and there's 11-year-old dancers twerking, dancing seductively. But at first, it was an issue with the artwork that they used for the movie because it's very mm-hmm. suggestive. And as we're fighting trafficking of young girls and girls going missing, putting something out like that is... It's disgusting no matter what, because there's some Mm -hmm. disgusting people in this world. Well, now that movie has been released and people are very upset. There's a warning for sex and nudity and a trigger warning for the content on Netflix. You got to do all that. Maybe it's not a good idea to release it.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen it. But what about them shows? Like, uh, it's some show my daughter watches all the time. It's about cheerleaders or gymnasts or dancers. I can't remember what it's dancers. called. yeah. My daughter watches it too. Something, something, something mom or cheerleading mom. Dance I don't mom. Know. Dance Dance mom. mom. There dance you go. Mom. Yeah, my daughter I mean, I don't know what Cuties it. is about, but it seemed like it's in the vein of dance moms. I don't know. I don't
6: know, but they, they, you know, they already apologized just for the inappropriate artwork. They said it was not okay and, you know, updated things. So if you, they have a problem with the artwork from the movie, then they probably have a problem with the movie. Right. Speaking of which, I'm All gonna right.
2: hug my kids real quick before they leave for school.
6: All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report.
7: Yeah, I got my kids up out of here. All right. shout out to Revolt. We'll see you later. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Get your request in, and it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ N V Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, um, we have to shout out to Mara Brock Kill for joining us this morning.
6: Yeah, she's the creator of Girlfriends, and she did an overall deal with Netflix. And you can watch Girlfriends all eight seasons on Netflix now, starting today.
7: All right. And when we come back, we got the positive note. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
6: Morning, everybody. It's DJ
7: Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, Yee, congratulations. I see you picked up an award for lip service.
6: Yes, the Gracie's were yesterday. Congratulations to everybody who actually won a Gracie Award yesterday. But lip service, we got our first award. So now we can put it in our bio that we're an award-winning podcast for lip service. And I also just want to shout out to, I have a new coffee company that just launched. And the first thing that we're doing is a whole voter registration, voter awareness campaign. So up until the election, all of our tins are going to be about that. It's called Coffee Uplifts People cup mm-hmm. and you can get it at brooklynroasting.com so there's three tins awareness registration and suppression and yeah so it's coffee uplifts people so make sure y'all go and support that did you know coffee was uh, started in ethiopia no i didn't know that yes and i think that uh we need to be more involved in that business there's definitely definitely a lack of black people in the coffee business being yeah, that it, yeah. you know it's ours absolutely
7: and shout out to everybody that supported. I, I announced that uh, I'm a, a, a owner, one of the owners of Positivity Water, and we got so much support. So I just want to say thank you, guys. Uh, so many stores have reached out to put the water in their stores, so it is coming. So we just want to say thank you. I mean, it's growing. It's in the Atlanta airport. It's all over the place, and it's it's growing. What? I'm going to reach out to you HBCUs, because you HBCUs, you know, we support, and we got to support each other. Uh, we always talk about black-owned and black-owned businesses, like Angela Yee said, I mean, we have a water company. You know, we should be taking some of our water companies to support now, and I want to see positivity water in some of you HBCUs, and I also want to see Angela Yee's coffee in some of you HBCUs, a minority-owned yes. business. Yes, so coffee. S- support each other, absolutely. Now Delicious we got a positive. Water. I see
6: you have a. I see it has a, a nice pH balance.
7: Yeah, pH balance. Yeah, it's, it's alkaline water, so it's 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 definitely great for you. It has electrolytes. It's, it's it's great. It's a it's a great water. I want people to try it and test it out. You can pick it up on Amazon or go to positivitywater.com. But now, um, Charlamagne, you got a
2: positive note? Okay. Yes. My positive note, man, going into the weekend comes from Don Miguel Ruiz. You know, I love Don Miguel Ruiz. He's one of my favorite authors uh, off of the four agreement, the fifth agreement. But Don Miguel Ruiz says, we are not good enough for ourselves because we don't fit our image of perfection. We cannot forgive ourselves for not being what we wish to be or rather what we believe we should be. We cannot forgive ourselves for not being perfect, but we should.
0: Breakfast club, bitches! You all finished or you all done?